0: i would say just for this conversation just for this uh, telco and 5g i would call you a third party mm-hmm. consuming sure. data services okay. you know uh, and uh, and the apis around it you know uh, data provisioning or data uh, deprovisioning increasing and decreasing the bandwidth or for any application mm-hmm. maybe you want to uh, create a value-add services uh, consume these APIs. that infrastructure that doesn't exist exactly so so maybe you want to uh, explore that you know uh, because this is the conversation that we are having uh, a new whole set of third parties are actually coming in. Correct. Hey guys, uh, welcome to another episode of uh, Let's Let's Get Real with APIs. My name is Bharat Kumar. I'm the founder and CEO of Digital API Craft. I've been in the API business for about eight years now. And I love doing this podcast, uh, uh, talking to multiple... Uh, startups and founders having uh, the business run on uh, APIs. Uh, Today we have uh, Siddharth Mathur from FASTA, F-A-S-T-A-H. They are an IP geolocation uh, data services uh, via APIs and they are monetizing it. And they are available on uh, AWS API Marketplace and Azure. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, Siddharth. Uh, Thanks for coming. Thanks for joining.
1: So Thanks for having me, Evalid. <clears throat> so, like you said, uh, FASTA, spelled F-A-S-T-A-H, is a IP geolocation API provider. Um, that's one product, and we pro- provide it through cloud marketplaces mm-hmm. for developers to consume worldwide. Mm-hmm. And um, you might have known this product category for a while, what it helps, mm-hmm. e-commerce companies, for mm-hmm. example, Amazon.com or mm-hmm. Amazon.in.
0: That sounds uh, like a great business. And it's all powered by APIs. And yep. uh, it's a true API monetization product. It's a true new age API economy. Uh, that's a new revenue you know, that you have s- seen this opportunity and created this. That's perfect. Congratulations on the business. Uh, uh, so t- tell us about your background and you know, how did it start? Yeah. Uh,
1: so I have uh, been a networking data networks and a performance guy for a while. Mm-hmm. I, I am a self-professed uh, networking nerd mm-hmm. and a performance nerd. Mm-hmm. And I uh, worked on developer experiences and developer runtimes at Nokia R&D, Nokia smartphones, Mm -hmm. and uh, worked on WebKit, Mm -hmm. uh, which is the browser engine which powers Safari Mm -hmm. and previously Chrome. So as far as web standards go and how developers Mm -hmm. look at stable runtimes and Mm -hmm. interfaces in order to Mm -hmm. make fun applications for all of us. Mm -hmm. That has been something that I've been very passionate about and also Mm -hmm. quite informed about on what makes a developer platforms and runtimes fly uh-huh. right? in terms of quality predictability, uh-huh. the ability of the developer to focus on the creative bits and not on the plumbing uh-huh. right so the the fun happens in the application layer when you take out the grant work uh-huh. from the life of the developer uh-huh. so those are things that i'm passionate about um, we have I have been personally involved in you know the runtimes or the developer facing API, which hides those runtimes for a while. Uh-huh. Especially on smartphones, um, so networks, smartphones, performance, and APIs, or something, and yeah. this is the intersection that I'm mm. passionate about. And faster API is basically yeah. networks and APIs brought yeah. together in uh, something which is monetizable.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a, a, a great background and but you know, great combination. You know, uh, to have a passion with. You know, that's uh, that's that's all a, a prime uh, focus right now. You know, which is all driving the new. You know. Uh, economy, especially you know, with the 5G coming in, network, you know, uh, things like that. So if if you go back to the uh, the API economy, you know, that we were just talking about developer experience, uh, developer uh, having you know tools, you know, in different you know, stages of uh, the whole you know software development lifecycle, uh, and uh, I was just talking about you know in my previous podcast, there are about 26.8 million developers mm-hmm. in the world today. You know, sure. as per the report of you know, uh, 2021, uh, developers you know will go to be you know 40 million, 45 million, which is going to be more than the population of California. So there are products you know by developers for the developers. The developers are you know are a new age customers for enterprises. Sure. So that's the message that I've been uh, carrying and hearing you know uh, in uh, in a different panels and different you know there's a devoted you know uh, panels and sections talking about uh, the the emphasis you know, the importance of developer tools. Uh, So uh, it seems like, you know, uh, you've built a great uh, uh, technology stack. So, so IP profiling, you know, uh, uh, as uh, I mean, it's been there for, you know, quite, quite some time, right? Uh, How are they doing differently now? And, you know, how, how are they doing, you know, before? Maybe, you know, talk about that a little bit. Mm -hmm.
1: So, from, from Vastra's perspective, there are two things. One, Mm -hmm. like I said, Mm -hmm. Developer oriented, Mm -hmm. right? Like we want to sell to larger organizations, not necessarily Mm -hmm. uh, indie hackers. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm an indie hacker myself, so I'm not (laughs) speaking that as as an uncharitable thing. It's just that Mm -hmm. our product positioning Mm -hmm. and our product velocity is for purchasers and developers Mm -hmm. working with these large clouds. Mm -hmm. So, A, like I said, we want to focus on the data quality as a differentiator. Mm -hmm and we're working on how to showcase that better mm-hmm. during the onboarding mm-hmm. and giving them command line tools that mm-hmm. they can try themselves on their Windows PowerShell mm-hmm. or their Linux or their Mac terminal mm-hmm. uh, so that they can benchmark us quickly against the mm-hmm. pro- other competitors in terms of data quality. Mm. So the, the,
0: these customers, they always use multiple uh, profiling services? No, mm-hmm. they have not. They're they are not, okay. They
1: usually pick one mm-hmm. and they stick to it for a few years. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. So yeah, so data quality and user experience in context to the cloud that you're hmm. working on are things is that you're what
0: differentiates. Okay, okay. So uh, I was talking to you know uh, we were in conversation with uh, Nokia, some of the leadership there. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 5G is coming up, right? You know, in the, the whole uh, in the world of telco, the 5G is kind of you know, doing uh, another big revolution. For 3G and 4G, you know, kind of created billion dollar companies. You know, with just uh, APIs, right? So uh, Uber, Twilio, you know, just APIs. Twilio built a billion dollar companies, as you know, right? Now 5G coming in. There's a lot of uh, IoT drone companies. A uh, lot of use cases are coming into the play and uh, they all want to consume the data uh, heavy data transform and you know transfer the data at, at, at an enormous speed right they want to want to consume the data right uh, do you see that's one of our one of your new market that can open up
1: yeah that's we want to do something in that area mm-hmm. as a second api product mm-hmm. not necessarily the ip location. product, uh-huh. because uh, like you said there are some peculiarities in how mm-hmm. Software architectures will evolve mm-hmm. to make use of mm-hmm. those evolutions that mm-hmm. you mentioned. Um, computing will move closer to the user Correct. in terms of edge computing, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So, widely overused and abused term, Correct. but it does mean that you should have a lower latency collection mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. a user Correct. or even a machine, even if you're a machine mm-hmm. using a private 5G to talk mm-hmm. to. A computer or a server, mm-hmm. that server should be closer to that machine yeah. then hitherto has been possible mm-hmm. with traditional software architecture and network architecture. So yes, so I so the big picture is you have to help developers, app mm-hmm. developers Correct. intelligently place mm-hmm. their servers mm-hmm. or their edge computing infrastructure. So either the machines talking to their servers mm-hmm. or the users talking to the servers. Are served from the nearest mm-hmm. geographically nearest mm-hmm. edge location that they can be at, mm-hmm. uh, and you'll see AWS, Azure, mm-hmm. Cloudflare. Cloudflare mm-hmm. is putting out good software in this area. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of rethinking mm-hmm. on what APIs at the edge mean, for example, mm-hmm. right? Computing in general at the edge, mm-hmm. and even in our area, which is API products, how mm-hmm. can APIs be served? of the API should be served at the edge Mm -hmm. without having to go back to a mothership server somewhere in Europe or Mm -hmm. or Bombay or Singapore or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So there is a lot of architectural Mm -hmm. uh, shift required in software to keep up with those 5G, mm-hmm. private 5G, yeah. uh, globally distributed server nodes, mm-hmm. which are becoming cheaper, more affordable. correct, And the programming constructs required to use those things mm-hmm. are becoming, are still evolving. They are not by they're not mature. They're not matured.
0: Uh, consuming yeah. data directly from CSPs, uh, network providers, operators, uh, it's actually the infra, the infrastructure that they're working on. Correct. Uh, right, so, Absolutely. yeah, yeah.
1: And, and for every public API like ours, Mm. There'll be you know one thousand private APIs.
0: Correct. Right. Yeah. Like mm.
1: a large carrier or mm-hmm. an operator like Geo will have their own APIs Correct. that are only shared with fifty organizations. Correct. Yeah. Right. And a and, a, and a API consulting company will Correct. help them do that. Correct. Correct. So there'll be a million internal, semi internal, semi private, yeah. yeah. Um, Pan organization API frameworks yeah. and Correct. marketplaces, private marketplaces. Yeah. So there, there will be a huge amount of modularization mm-hmm. of the software,
0: mm-hmm. which is what this whole thing is about. Oh yeah, absolutely. The, the, we, talk, we were talking about abstraction uh, at every layer, right? So uh, this, this uh, both, both abstraction is helping you know, the modularization drive it. Mm-hmm. So there's more and more reusable components are coming absolutely. in. Yeah. So it's yeah. all about reusability <laughs> within, yeah. the within the organization, with partner organizations, yeah. Yeah.
1: and of course with third party Correct, yeah. and third party Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So there's a huge Industry and ecosystem mm-hmm. that is going to be built around this sharing of data. Oh yeah, yeah. And securing yeah. it, access controlling it, yeah, yeah. making it performant. The whole, yeah. the whole shebang. Correct. So yeah. a lot of opportunity and really exciting. Yeah, yeah. you can do you know run all the compliance checks. You can do yeah. performance checks. You do, do your customers run checks. it? boom, you're done, huh? Do your
0: customers run any compliance checks before? Uh
1: So thus far, they haven't done any in-depth privacy checks because they Mm -hmm. know that our API Mm -hmm. barely connects anything. Mm -hmm. And even if you do have an IP address without Mm -hmm. time, device Mm -hmm. ID or some Mm -hmm. other identifiers, Mm -hmm. that by itself is not PII. Uh, So our API has a very small footprint thus far. Mm -hmm. But maybe in the future, even when we design APIs, Mm -hmm. as a software architecture or a product management decision, Mm -hmm. we will try to keep the footprint Mm-hmm. extremely small in terms of what we need from the, the mm-hmm. consumer of the API mm-hmm. to pass on to our boundary or mm-hmm. our boundary. Yeah. We don't want you to give us stuff. Yeah. Or if you want some device ID, we mm-hmm. obviously make sure it's a hash mm-hmm. at the consumer side so that they're mm-hmm. giving us you know, you know a SHA-256 hash mm-hmm. of a device, yeah, hash ID, of device ID just mm-hmm. to tell us that this device ID is different mm-hmm. from the other API calls device mm-hmm. ID, mm-hmm. but no more information than that. Got it, so there are good ways to Good ways to Protect yourself And then you know, Still Yeah
0: boundaries correct. And still fall and you know, Within the safe uh, so, you know, Absolutely uh, So for banks so And like
1: mm. anybody Who's doing B2B SaaS For mm-hmm. enterprises Or banks When financial security mm-hmm. You have to be careful Correct About Very thoughtfully Designing your interfaces Correct so that yeah. you are Mm-hmm. not doing things which will get you into trouble mm-hmm. and you know humans are fallible yeah so don't design yourself to be, Correct. be falling unintentionally over yeah. Yeah. E- at either end of your partnership
0: yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely no i think yeah the, uh, so th- that's a good thing because there's a there's a very uh, whole level of complexity that comes into play uh, when you're actually dealing you know with the, with sharing of the data right mm-hmm. you know um, yeah uh, let's move on to you know, a couple of questions on uh, your future you know, of the, you know, what if, you know, are you um, looking at creating your own API marketplace, which uh, um, uh, eventually the customers can actually come to your uh, uh, marketplace and our know, customers can come in and find our APIs, create that you know, experience rather than you know on the uh, cloud marketplaces.
1: We, 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 uh, FASTA wants to create its own intellectual property mm-hmm. in the API. So we don't want to be a clearinghouse. Mm-hmm. So, if you think of, say, Rapid API, I think of as a clearinghouse.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they help you build, obviously. So they they are a monetization maker, mm-hmm. but they don't have a first-party API, for mm-hmm. example, or data sources that they cleanse and value add and then mm-hmm. expose to the user as an API. So we don't want to be a Rapid API enter. type thing, mm-hmm. right? So we have that's not our vision. We mm-hmm. want to be a intellectual property driven mm-hmm. api company mm-hmm. and we're good at networks mm-hmm. data networks like i explained mm-hmm. and our dna is in that mm-hmm. so we'll keep our newer products evolving around the data networks performance mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. again to help developers build richer faster experiences mm-hmm. but we want to build apis mm-hmm. uh, directly to the consumer and not be a clearinghouse mm-hmm. Um, so we will use clearing houses ourselves, mm-hmm. we are on that yeah API, for yeah, example also, correct. Yeah. but we don't want to operate mm-hmm. brand mm-hmm. and enable our own Mm-hmm. Marketplace. Mm-hmm. And that's okay with our strategy and where mm-hmm. we originate from in our yeah. you know, cultural DNA or mm-hmm. founder DNA, so to speak. Yeah, yeah right? absolutely. So for small teams, founder DNA is all that is, right? Correct, There's yeah. There's no other DNA. Yeah. So that's how we see it. Yeah, no, we
0: all learned this from our interaction <laughs> the <with> SAS Boomi <laughs> caravan event you know? yes. that happened a month ago. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, that, that is absolutely correct. Yeah. So.
1: But yeah, for, for larger organizations, like I yeah. said, uh, marketplaces mm-hmm. will come in many forms. Correct. They will come as private marketplaces within a large org, mm-hmm. and many teams from mon- multiple countries within mm-hmm. that large org will collaborate and mm-hmm. gatekeep mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And I see uh, things like this um, Azure API management, AWS API gateway. Mm-hmm. They are being used. As one of those aren't times,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: They are being used as captive. Yeah. The houses. Mm-hmm. They don't have market the monetization part built mm-hmm. in. But then mm-hmm. you only need that if you are running a public marketplace. Public marketplace, not an internal marketplace uh, yeah. for partners, mm-hmm. which you're going to build through an invoice anyway. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, but eventually when you scale it, you know, that's that's what uh, we do as part of it, right? So Absolutely. when you we we have done uh, quite a bit of uh, monetization. Uh, uh, use case API monetization mm-hmm. various forms of it right so there are, there's a lot of complexity involved you know when it comes to monetization how do you, sure. how do you collect the number of API calls how do you uh, collect uh, how do you based on a data based on the data downloaded <laughs> based on download data that you uploaded right there's all forms of it and again you know, there's a different runtime involved in it uh, so that that's what you we, know, each other that, that's a reason and you know, I, I asked you what is your take on that? Yeah. Uh, that particular set of tooling and all, uh, creating that... Uh, that's a tough one. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah, that's what we're solving. Yeah. That's what we're building. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: our experience is that mm-hmm. your pricing strategy. Yeah. Since we're an ISV, cool. pricing is obviously very key to us. Mm-hmm. If you're a large or doing friendly organization APIs, you don't mm-hmm. care for pricing mm-hmm. uh, as much. But we, as an independent company, sold on third-party platforms, Mm -hmm. we want to have metered billing Mm -hmm. in our core product matrix. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a base fee and an overage fee. Overage fee. Uh, We keep the overage fee flexible and fair Mm -hmm. because developers don't know how much they are going to consume. Correct. Uh, But we do have certain minimum commitment levels. Mm -hmm. So you're right. Um, Depending on how you're selling or not selling, the API, metering matters. Yeah, consumption-based billing uh, mainly. Yeah,
0: a different flexibility on the on absolutely. the rate plans and packages. And like uh, you said, tanning uh, them up, and yeah. making
1: sure they are authoritative yeah. and correct yeah. and fair. Mm. All of those are key product management decisions. Correct. Which yeah. Must happen and at some point, way. you ha-
0: might have to take in, or take in and how do you want to automate that process of? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so.
1: Beautiful area, mm. uh, messy area, yeah. And the answers have to be contextual to absolutely you know, what is mm. who's your user? Correct. Right? Are yeah. you is the user paying for your API? Correct. Is it just like a annual invoice yeah. that a yeah. friendly organization is doing? Yeah. yeah. Then you you don't need product management to be involved. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there are many flavors of it. Correct. Right. This is an important area. Yeah. Right? depending
0: on how you see it. Yeah, so so uh, recently we've been working with one of our uh, telecom operators, South American big operator. Uh, They've been having business probably like um, more than 10 to 12 countries. That's what I said. And they have this multiple rate plans and packages they want to offer and they want to connect to different billing systems. Mm. So um, we recently demoed a product. So they've been off the product. Know something that can do out of the box, mm-hmm. and I don't. I don't want to have uh, uh, one runtime. I want to have multiple runtime, multiple building engines. I want to have you know create my own rate plans packages for four different regions. Yes, <laughs> that's a
1: big mess. Yeah, that's a big mess. But also an opportunity. It's, it's an opportunity. Like, so it's like a channel, yeah, right? Exactly. If you're selling yeah. a different country, country channel. Yeah technology channel correct yeah ecosystem channel yeah all these are kind of distribution channels and you have to optimize your pricing
0: billing metering i mean it's a it's all a, of those and them. they don't want to worry about investing on creating their uh, own uh, you know a product like this you yes. know which is continue which is which needs to be continue to evolve it's a product play yes. right that's what we've been advising to enterprises yes. uh you know when you when you are building in your own apm marketplace right you know any marketplace uh, look out for products you know so we, we we've seen in my experience you know, we've built such marketplaces as uh, uh, services and still you know uh, they're not happy there <laughs> yeah no, I mean and like uh, any software or any yes, business process it yeah.
1: requires lot of ownership yes from business owners and they don't have to run
0: the, the whole IT you know department there you know yes. uh, it, it's it's a proud company running inside a telco running inside a financial institution yes. so you don't have to do that yeah <laughs>
1: But yes, I mean, again, Mm -hmm. like you said, if they want different billing engines and, you know, different pricing models, they obviously have to own that organizationally. So there has to be executive sponsorship of that product as a product offering. As a, you know, repeating revenue. Yes, um, yeah. And how much I'm investing on it. Yes, Yes. yes, Yes. absolutely. So... The trouble you take in making your pricing effective for the channel you're selling through is
0: obviously <laughs> yeah. part of the job, yeah. right? what are my returns to that? Am I going to invest on what 200k to get what $10,000? Commensurate <laughs> to the trouble <laughs> yeah. you're going to take yeah, yeah, entirely yeah, yeah. as, a, as yeah. the owner, yeah. either the product yeah. owner or the business
1: owner for that API journey.
0: Uh, thank you, Siddharth, for joining me on this podcast. Uh, it's a wonderful discussion, brilliant, great ideas, thoughts uh, around APIs and monetization. Uh, particularly learning about uh, the new AP economy, new age businesses. Uh, So just to uh, zoom out a little bit, we we touched upon how IP location is kind of evolving, uh, various use cases, uh, what's the compliance required there, uh, what's the kind of innovation they're doing, you know, what's the kind of developer experience they want to bring in. A great developer experience is what uh, the key DNA of the product. Wish all the best to FASTA. Uh, Hope to see you uh, in your next uh, growth uh, phase of your of your of your your growth. Thank you. Yeah. Good to have. Yeah.
1: um, Me on the show, so much appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. And excited about the API economy growing in all its forms. Yeah. So good fun. Yeah. And wish you all the best too.
0: Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Siddha Thank you. Thank you. Bye.